Hello, it's Monday, August 28th, and that means two things. I want to congratulate everyone who worked on the Chandrian 3 launch and landing on the moon. And it is time for the Restoring Darkness news update. And we're just going to get right into it because we have a meta-study of 17 other studies published by the Cochrane Labs that proves that these, these blue Bakker lenses, are unlikely to help with your eye strain or sleep quality, at least in the short term. And again, this is a null result based on previous data, but it does show something that's going on. We also see that your holidays are visible from space. This is a study of satellite photos that shows that decorative lighting uh, for popular holidays around the world does cause noticeable measurable spikes in light pollution. Uh, We have a study that shows that the impact of cyanopic illuminance goes alongside uh, melanopic illuminance. So this is about modulating deeper blues on the spectrum past 500 nanometers and changing those against a fixed melanopic light did change people's uh, salivary melatonin in the time afterwards. So that's a thing we have to look out for. Uh, Circadian modulation and time-restricted feeding did improve uh, memory and pathologies of mice with Alzheimer's disease. This is a study done by UC San Diego. And uh, North Carolina University has been using 20 years of collision data from uh, the D.C. area to show that the gray catbird and the house wren are harmed by light pollution as they move from one area to another. And uh, this episode is actually for the birds in general. We're going to talk about it a bit. So we have a new report from the Law and Ethics and Animals program at Yale Law School, as well as the American Bird Conservancy, that shows that cities are really the leaders in building bird-friendly building policy, including lighting changes that reduce impacts during migration season. And the reason for that is this is America. Uh, And any level of government can claim any level of jurisdiction over anything at any time, which means that usually uh, it's citizen efforts led by Audubon societies and um, ornithology professors acting at a local level to change policy there, because it's easier to move those dials at a local level. And the other thing is that birds are inherently ungovernable. They're just intransigent. They're all like Michael Colligan, but with better tastes in hats. And no matter what you do, if, if the state designs an entirely new corridor of wildlife sanctuaries that has the exact same amount of water, what will happen is the birds will follow the same flyways they've been using for tens of thousands of years, even if it takes them into the 13th floor of an insurance company. But things are getting better, and I want to point out a few uh, regional awareness campaigns. These are all non-binding, but the Louisiana Wildlife Federation is working to improve lighting conditions during fall migration. The city of Baltimore is working on this. College Station, Texas, has issued a non-binding resolution. Doylestown, PA, has done the same. In a binding resolution, Belfast, Ireland, is changing their lighting policy around bridges to benefit starlings. In other foreign news, we have uh, Minami Rokuroshi in Ono City in the Fukui Prefecture has been certified as Japan's first urban night sky place. This is the fourth overall dark sky place in Japan and the first urban one for Asia. So I must say to them, omedetou gozaimasu. In Utah, we have the Inland Port Authority planning a new port site on the Great Salt Lake near a bird sanctuary over protests from uh, the locals. 
The U.S. Customs and Border Patrol is resuming work on 20 miles of border structures in Star County, Texas, but this time they're doing the wildlife assessments. This is a callback to earlier. Uh, we have a proposed natural gas power generating plant in Billings, Montana, claiming that they will have night-friendly lighting in their parking lots and other places, which is perhaps one of the most 2023 fa- phrases I can say. We have a new study from Hong Kong showing that fishing boats are using too much undirected light, and that's to a detriment of the sea light they're trying to catch, as well as the people who live in Hong Kong. Kingsville, Ontario has made it, quote, an offense to position any exterior lighting in a manner that causes impairment to the use or enjoyment of neighboring properties. This is an expansion of an existing bylaw for commercial and industrial buildings. Boulder, Colorado is going to switch out 5,100 street lamps to LED, but unlike a lot of others LED streetlight projects, these streetlights will be specifically focusing on limiting the blue spectra in the lighting, as well as shielding it to cut down on backlight, uplight, and glare. Navajo County, Arizona has banned light trespass, similar to Kingsville, but this is not an explicitly full dark sky program like Flagstaff or other places in Arizona, and it's only going to require shielded fixtures on new or recently renovated residences. We also have an update from Cody, Wyoming. Quick recap. Uh, Cody is is a town in Wyoming near Yellowstone Park. They have a very specific aesthetic they've cultivated, and uh, the Latter-day Saints Church is building, is trying to build a new temple there. Uh, it's three times taller than its zoning allows, uh, which is something the city council is not happy about. We also have uh, <laughs> a, a lot of uplighting and parking lot lighting, which is something else other members of city council don't like. And there are other people who are just concerned about the overall location in general. This has been a feud for about a month. There's been four city council meetings about it. There's been two very strongly worded level letters from the LDS's lawyers. And um, in their last meeting, they compromised on the lighting. And this is where it should end. This is where the story is over. Except I can't stop watching because the mayor of the town pulled the building permit at the last possible minute. And then a citizens group is now suing the city to do the same thing, to maintain that that blockage, despite the Latter-day Saints basically saying they were willing to make a federal freedom of religion case over this. And I, again, I can't stop watching it. I can't. I'll probably stop telling you about it, though. Uh, Dark Sky, the organization, has named uh, the winners of their Capture the Dark photo contest. Uh, There should be a link in the description. I'm going to let a few play out as I go into the exit. But these are some great photos, and congratulations to all the winners. I want to thank you for your attention. I want to thank the Lighting and Darkness Foundation for allowing me to do this. And I want to thank you for donating to them to keep that going. And if you can't donate, uh, give us a follow on LinkedIn. It's, you know, it's, it's a community on the internet that talks about environmental issues and small town politics, and they're respectful. You can find uh, guests from the interview side that are still commenting and sharing. We have people who I don't even have to ask reposting news stories that I write in their own languages and sharing that. And it's it's really nice to be the part of a community that cares and isn't mean about caring. <laughs> anyway, I want to thank you. Have a good day.